What is up? My name is Matthew McCack, and this is Room 51, where we talk all things board gaming. And this is Mind Over Meta, where I combine the wonderful world of psychology with the wonderful world of board gaming. I do this because I'm a mental health counselor by day and a board gamer by night, and I just find it really fun to think about psychology stuff. Anyway, I want to talk about a particular game called Everdell. Everdell is a beautiful, beautiful game. I love this. I've, I've played this now uh, several times since uh, purchasing it, and it's, it's just been a lot of fun. And uh, everything about the game is so charming. It's so cute. It comes with this, like, tree that serves absolutely no purpose, and I love it. It's just, I, I, it, I, I personally feel like it adds to the game. Like, it adds to the aura and the ambiance of this little chill critter game. Um, but anyway, you might be thinking, but Matthew, the title says, not a review of Everdell. And you're right, it's not. So, let's get into it. I specifically want to talk about um, the husband and wife card. Okay, so when I first purchased the game, I knew that this was a thing, right? That they had the husband and wife card and like certain things happen when they're placed together um, in beautiful harmony. Okay, and um, when I purchased the game, I thought, oh, they had like kind of fixed the, what I thought was a problem. Uh, and I realized that not everybody thinks that this is a problem and that's totally fine. Well, we'll get to that. Um, but I thought that, you know, something was added to the game, so it, it was more inclusive, right, of, and I'm talking about homosexuality, mostly, right? Um, and this is pretty exclusionary, right? So I dug deeper, I, I went on to Board Game Geek, and I was like, surely somebody has to have, like, house-ruled it, or there must be, like, um, an expansion that does something, or whatever, like the designer adds some sort of variant, something, right? And, well, I found people did do some house rules, but none of which I really liked. And then I found also that the designer never came out with anything to uh, sort of rectify uh, this exclusionary um, piece of, their, of the game, uh, which was kind of really upsetting. And I saw uh, the designer was like, yeah, absolutely, you could go ahead and house rule it, you know, do whatever you want. And it's like, I didn't really need your permission to house rule my game that I bought, right? Like, I, was, I would have done it anyway. I, I didn't need that permission from you to do what I was going to do with my game. So we have that. Then we also have this objective, right? And I know it, this is going to start to sound like I'm on this like rant, rampage, whatever, and I'm not. I'm just setting up the scene because what I really do want is an actual dialogue. Because there are some, there are uh, people out there who are homosexual who are like, yeah, I wasn't offended by this game at all. Like, who cares kind of thing. And there were also other people who are not homosexuals who are like, what's the big deal? And I would like to have an actual dialogue about that. Um, and this is all just my opinion, right? And this is what I'm going to talk about. And it's a mind over meta because um, I'm talking about what um, inclusivity can do for a person's mental health, what exclusivity could do to a person's mental health, and further what invisibility does, 
um, to people's mental health. So anyway, there is also this objective card in the game that this I was not aware of until I played it. And it was funny, I set up my very first solo game of it to start to learn the rules and everything. And this was the objective that I had drawn and I immediately put it back in the box uh, because I, I actually felt offended by it. So it is the doctor and postal pigeon objective that you need to get. Um, and I think it says... Fang Doctor Service, something like that, or Flying Doctor Service, whatever. Needless to say, it, it says that you get three points at the end of the game for each husband and wife pair in every city. So, not only do you only have the husband-wife card, right? You're also promoting it with this objective saying like, hey, by the way, you get even more points for spreading such heteronormativity. I read more into it and I was like, okay, how, like, why did this happen, right? Like there was playtesters and all that and I get it, right? So apparently the husband and wife card were brought in because the designer wanted to give a little nod to, you know, him and his wife and wanted to put them into the game. That is adorable. I love that. Absolutely keep it. I am not saying to get rid of the husband and wife card. I think it's cool. I don't care. You know, and if you want to put you and your wife into the game, that's amazing. I think that's, you know, um, super cute. But why not include everyone else as well, right? Like you could have made it that like specifically this is you and your wife, right? Like you could have put a little nod in here somewhere in the art, done whatever you wanted. There's a bunch of cards in this uh, game. You could have had other critters where it's like, Husband and husband, wife and wife, spouse and spouse, right? For gender neutral folks. What boggled my mind too was that it was brought up on the Kickstarter when it was first coming out. And I get it, right? Like you weren't thinking about it, right? When you designed the game, you made it, you were thinking like, I'm just gonna be cute with it. Husband, wife, that's me and my wife, what, what? Okay, awesome, right? I get that. I get you like not thinking about it because maybe you don't have to like, worry about it all the time, maybe you don't know people um, who are in the LGBTQ plus community, whatever the case might be. And then even all your playtesters are not thinking about it and it goes over their minds. Okay, yeah, I understand, I understand, um, you know, where the board gaming world is at and who's playing these games. Um, so I fault no one for that. But then when the Kickstarter hits and then you get like people who are uh, saying, hey, uh, you're kind of missing this thing here, um, and to not add it in during Kickstarter, okay, maybe, sure, like, production's going through, I don't really know how that stuff works, maybe you couldn't change it, okay, alright, so the first one, the first run comes out, and it just has the husband-wife card, this objective card here, um, fine, but then you came out with other printings, right? I also know that the first printing had cylinder wood wood in pieces right so i'm gonna actually let me open up this box here because just so you could see what i'm talking about but it had cylinder wooden pieces and people were complaining that like they were going all over the place and now the pieces in this game are fantastic i love them um i, I think you really get like a lot for you know what you pay for it, it's awesome anyways they fixed that problem right so now it has like these little ridges i don't know if you could see it on the camera here i hope you can yeah, something like that, right? So it does not roll around on the board. So you fixed that problem, but you never thought to include um, 
other types of relationships in your game. Um, okay, then you come out with three more expansions for the game, none of which, to my knowledge, now please correct me if I'm wrong, if something, if the designer, the publisher, what is this, Starling Games? Yeah, Starling Games, um, Andrew, Andrew Bosley's art is awesome. James A. Wilson, right? So James A. Wilson is the designer of this game, uh, who designed an awesome game, and then came out with three expansions for the game, none of which rectify what I find to be sort of um, an issue. And this is why it's an issue, right? Because uh, I know a lot of people will say things like, oh, this doesn't have this, blah, 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 and that is problematic. I'm going to try to not say that it's problematic, okay? What I want to say, because this is a mind over meta, I'm going to say it hurts. That's, that's my main um, point for this video, is that it hurts because I love this game so much. Every time I see the wife and husband card come out, I ignore it. Um, and not because I don't want to pick it up, but because I don't want to pick it up, right? Like, it, it, it's not like, oh, the, like, I don't need that card. It's, I, I can't bring myself to grab that card. And that sucks because this was such a cute idea. And I love that they put themselves in the game like this. I want to play with these cards, but I can't because I, I feel weird about it, you know? Um, and then this objective card, anytime it comes out, I put it right back in the box because there's no way I'm playing with that. I have to play with that in the real world. I don't want to play with that in my game, in a fantasy-driven game. That was another thing I came across on Board Game Geek where uh, a few of the comments said, hey, this is a fantasy game. It doesn't have to replicate real life. As though this doesn't replicate real life. You know, I mean, it does. This is exactly what real life is like exclusionary. I am not included. I am invisible. In fact, I was not even worth your time when you were making your expansions, when you were coming out with the game and you were fixing issues, whatever, and I'm still not included in your game. And I kind of just want to know why. Like, did you just not want to? Because, I mean, I don't think it, it would have been too hard to come up with a few more cards in this humongous stack of cards that you came up with to add inclusionary characters, right? These little critters that are adorable and cute. Why am I not in it? Why, why are we not in it, you know, as a, as a community, LGBTQ plus community? At the end of the day, it just hurts, right? Especially when I like your game. Like, I want to play it. But I feel like I'm not in it. You know, and I feel like I was purposely excluded, especially when it was brought to your attention, you did nothing about it, and then you even came out with three what are seem to be awesome expansions. Actually, I haven't bought one. I haven't opened it yet, but I bought the collector's edition of Spirecrest because I like this game so much. And now some people also might think like, Hey, I mean, like, you don't have to play this game. What's the problem? Just don't buy it if you don't agree with it. Yeah, sure, that could have been the easy thing to do, but I play tons of games where, like, I don't agree with whatever, right? Like, I play Cthulhu games, and I don't agree with, um, uh, oh, God, what's his name? The author of those books and what, you know, he stood for. 
but I love those Cthulhu games. I play the Silver River, and that designer has said horrible things. I'm able to separate these things from the art itself, and I've, I, I find gaming to be art. Um, and I'm not going to stop myself from enjoying a game just because uh, it doesn't go with my values. Um, unless it was like specifically like, kill the gays or something like that, then that's a, that's, that's different. And I just want to go back to the, the comments that were made about, um, this is a fantasy game. It doesn't have to replicate real life. If I can't exist, even in your imagination, if I can't exist in a fantasy world, where can I exist? Cause I certainly don't exist in your reality either. But anyway, that is it for this mind over meta. This was a little bit of a downer, I think. But I say it because I think it's important and I think that these things should be thought about and we should include um, all types of people in all types of games. So thank you so much. This has been Room 51. I'll catch you next time.